0: Hello everyone. Welcome to this new format. That uh, it's kind of an experimental format at the moment. Um, I guess a lot, a lot of people, a lot of listeners um, or watchers, if you watch on YouTube, um, might not recognise me. I've, I've been on one of these podcasts before, but I'm not generally in front of the camera. Uh, so I'm a software engineer at, at, at Wakelet, and I just figured um, it'd be an interesting format to meet some of the people, some of the faces behind Wakelet, um, just because you know we we, we, we enjoy. Um, working with the community, we enjoy talking with the community, um, and I figured the community might enjoy understanding who's behind Wakelet really. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm here at the table with with Michael. Um, hey, hey, a, AKA MFD, as as everyone seems to refer to you <laughs> as. Like, everyone loves that that
1: acronym. Yeah, it works. It works. I like it as well. I don't know who came up with it originally. Because um, no one it's ever called me like that brand. before.
0: <laughs> well, it
1: got to embrace it, I guess, um, to an extent. But no, I like it. I like that there's a there's a, an acronym that's used as a nickname. Why not? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. Well, yeah. Now at least there's a few Michael's in the office. Um, yeah. So when it, someone someone referred to you the other day as Irish Mike, Irish Mike. <laughs>
1: I don't know what you think of that one, but I like <laughs> it. That's kind of like leaning into the gangster persona. Uh, <laughs> Again, you gotta embrace it.
0: Definitely, yeah. Um, so you're, you're the head of social media and content, right? Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. what does that entail then?
1: So, it entails primarily operating the social media accounts at Wakelet um, and just kind of making sure we're using every channel that we have at our disposal um, to grow um, as much traffic um, and usership on Wakelip uh, as, as the website. Um, so this kind of, a day-to-day would be um, operating campaigns, building out campaigns, uh, speaking to members of the community, speaking to uh, members of the community team, getting yeah. insight into what the, um, the audience, uh, for want of a better word, is looking to engage with, what's going to be helpful for them um, and what will really Encourage them to use Wakelet for a number of different use cases, whether it's inside the education space or outside the edu- education space as well. Um, so it's basically my job to make sure that the social media channels do that and that the content that we put onto the social media channels um, really works and is engaging and, and you know inspires people to to want to use Wakelet, basically.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, so are you are you behind
1: the Wakelet Twitter handle? Then is that you? Uh, exactly. I don't actually know the answer yeah. to that. Yeah, it's a number of people. I mean it is, it is a number of people, it's certainly a team effort, um, so there are people who you know, help with writing the tweets of course, um, Ellen and Sam are the, the amazing designers, they create the content and Marcus as well with the video content, so I can't really take credit for that, um, but essentially you know, when, when Wakelet tweets, the majority of the time it's me, that's, um, it's me that writes the tweets and it's me that kind of interacts with the people on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram as well. Okay.
0: Yeah, awesome, do you enjoy doing that?
1: I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do, you, <clears throat> do you get home and you're kind of like, oh, I'm so sick of
0: social media now, I don't even want to look at Instagram, <laughs> Twitter,
1: like yes, for your yes. own personal ones? Pretty much, I remember there was, a, there was a, a morning I woke up and I realized that I was dreaming in the format of tweets. <laughs> It's hard to really put that into words, so what like, that actually means. Yeah, memes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah, I find that I speak in, in short bursts. You know, within yeah. a within a character limit. <laughs> like my my contribution to conversations are very much like between three and four sentences. And I think that's a product. I love of. the
0: idea of that. Like having to stop yourself. Like, oh, I'm at the end of my tweet now. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't elaborate.
1: <laughs> but for the most part, no. I, I really enjoy it. and the, the beauty of Wakelet, working at weekly is that you kind of help out with other projects as well. So if i'm you know doing a podcast for example or if i'm jumping on a webinar or um, whatever it is, it, you know, I help out in plenty of different areas, so no, I, I love I love what I do. It's
0: a very, very social role, isn't it? It is.
1: Yeah, yeah no, and, and it's very, you're involved in everything pretty much because social media is our, our main platform for the marketing campaigns for the majority of the time, so anything that's happening, I'm involved, which is great. You know, great, I, that's yeah. awesome, yeah. So a little bit about you, a bit more
0: about your, of your personal life. So you're from a little village called Yeah. That, have I said that right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Inishanon, Inishanon. Um, in the, the south of Ireland. Um, near Cork, right yeah yeah. Okay. yeah. how was that as a contrast to living in Manchester like what's the?
1: yeah, interesting question. Um, so where I come from is a very scenic part of the south of Ireland. It's like twenty minutes away from the the coast.
0: It looked beautiful from what I saw. I mean I've obviously never been there, but I had to look before this just to kind of like give myself a little insight into where you're from.
1: Yeah, no, it, it is beautiful and people come from far and wide to, to visit so it's it's a nice little village it's it's peaceful, it's quiet um you know growing up there you know i can't complain because it's the perfect place to grow up basically yeah definitely Um, i think there was a point in my life where i I finished high school and i was going to university and i thought okay i'm I'm looking for something a little bit more vibrant a little bit more fast-paced so um, i saw manchester and um, i have connections in manchester already so um, so it was a it was a no-brainer for me to move here and yeah no i I love manchester it's it's like i say more fast paced there's more going on um Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a great place.
0: Okay, yeah, no, that's, that's great. I don't know much about Cork either. Um, I don't know kind of, it's, it's the nearest city to Inichanan, right? Like, would yeah. that be the place, like if you've if grown up there and you want to go on a night out, would you be like, oh, come on, let's all get on a bus and go to Cork? Like, is that, <laughs> that, is a, that a thing that happened? That is an think?
1: insight into my teenage years that <laughs> send a shiver down my spine. I don't know why. Um,
0: <laughs> We're all going to Cork, come on. Yeah, yeah it
1: literally is. is. We would rent out a bus um, on, on if it's St. Patrick's Day of course is, is a big one or yeah. um, the build up to Christmas time is very very popular in Ireland for, uh, for going on nights out so yeah we used to rent buses, go up to Cork and yeah go to various pubs and bars there. Um, Cork's a nice place you know I'd, I'd encourage anybody to visit, yeah. it's, it's like a very Irish city, it's not very big, it's not as big as Manchester um but there's a lot to do there you know the people are really friendly i think yeah. that's actually a similarity between cork and manchester is that people are really down to earth grounded yeah happy to have a conversation um yeah i think uh, i think that can be said for a lot of uh,
0: for, for ireland in general uh, yeah. general to be honest i think um from my from my point of view the irish people uh, yeah. <laughs> have, have like a yeah, like a um, a reputation for just being so homely and friendly yeah. and yeah. The best fans in the world when it comes to football, right? That
1: Absolutely, doesn't. yeah. No as, a, as opposed to the English
0: fans, which, you know, I'm quite ashamed of, but, you yeah. know, probably the worst in the world, but, you know.
1: Yeah, no, but we're, we're certainly very passionate fans. Have you been to Ireland in the past? I,
0: no, I've never been. I've, it's somewhere I've always wanted to go and I, I will go within the next few years, I think. Um, yeah. it's just, I've, yeah, I've just never had the opportunity to go, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I think people always assume if you're visiting Ireland, you've got to go to Dublin and Dublin's mm-hmm. great. A lot of my family are from Dublin, but I think to get the full Irish experience, you've got to go into the wilds. you know, yeah. find the coastline where it's like strong wind, strong rain, yes. um, you know, experience that and then find a nice little pub somewhere or a cafe and yeah and just like yeah
0: because like you mentioned the coastline and like that's something that i didn't even consider that um where you grew up at least is a good surfing spot right and you're into surfing yourself
1: yeah yeah
0: and you even you even have been surfing with your dog is that a thing (laughs) (laughs) i do i I was like what is that on the board as well like i've seen youtube videos yeah the the dog
1: does the paddling and i do the surfing (laughs) (laughs) no the dog is, love a, to see that. is a spectator for the most part
0: okay okay um,
1: but yeah okay. i i guess something that not a lot of people know about me is that growing up i loved surfing um and yeah like like i say being close to the to the irish coastline there's is, is the, you know a very scenic place and yeah. i spent a lot of time surfing kayaking how's canoeing. the temperature of the water it's freezing but it is yeah it's, it's brutally cold <laughs> it's painful um yeah okay. but you kind of build up a tolerance to it that's part of the the fun of it is is kind of like during <laughs> that, that initial shock.
0: dive in and that, that <laughs> just get over it yeah. the
1: point is like is this worth it but uh, it is worth it and and yeah I think I've, I've, I've heard people say that you know submerging yourself into freezing cold waters is actually very good for you um, I've heard that too, yeah. so combining that with the the fun of surfing and the exhilarating of uh, you know surfings yeah I it's hard to describe the adrenaline rush of surfing. yeah
0: yeah no I, I completely agree I mean I've
1: <clears throat> I'm probably Nowhere near to your
0: level but I have surfed myself in the past down in uh, in Newquay in Cornwall. Um, I used to live there for a little while and I I had a board myself. um but I, yeah, I, I'd never call myself a pro. It was just a yeah. very much a hobby and just something that I thought was quite fun. <laughs> yeah, for me as
1: well. Honestly, I think if I tried to surf now, it's been it's been a good two years, I think, since I've done, I don't think I'd be able to do a very <laughs> yeah. good job. But. Do you still have your board back at home? Uh, uh, no, no. Um, we used okay. to always rent boards. Ah, uh, fair enough, yeah, yeah. But there was this really cool guy that had like a, a shop um, right by the beach that would just rent boards out and they'd see me coming in the car and think, okay, yeah, we gotta prepare,
0: okay. Um,
1: cool. prepare the board. but. Uh, but no it's fun and it's a great hobby it's, it's a great thing to do me and my brother used to do it a lot um, together and, and you know uh, a couple of other mates as well so
0: yeah cool, okay. cool. yeah I love it um, you're at least a little bit into football am I right in saying that yeah yeah and the, you grew up near Cork Um so did another famous footballer uh, Roy Keane is that right um, yeah. so Roy Keane is a footballer who for those that don't know played for Ireland and for Man United um, I hear you've you met him as a kid, is that yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to, what happened?
1: <laughs> I know what happened because somebody asked me to ask you. I'm not sure if there's a bleep out um, <laughs> functionality on the podcast, but yeah, he wasn't the most friendly.
0: <laughs> as a kid who, who looked up to someone like him, that must have
1: been quite a... A bit of a shock to a the system. A bit of a shock, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you, get, you it's exactly what you'd expect.
0: I was going to say exactly the same thing. He's known for being very blunt, let's say. Yeah,
1: yeah, you'd almost be disappointed if he was really friendly. I mean, if Roy Keane, if you meet him and he gives you a hug and a kiss, you know, you're just like, what, what's going on here? You know, you'd be disappointed. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah was, as, as a young child walking away from that um, borderline traumatic experience, <laughs> I think I may have wept for a few days, but, uh, yeah. but yeah. it was great to meet him. He's <laughs> a cool guy. he's yeah, a cool story anyway. I, I still anyway. think he's great. <laughs>
0: um, also, just very quickly, I, I think I probably know the answer to this, but who did you support in the Euros final?
1: In the Euros final, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it Italy? It was Italy. It's okay
0: that's fine. That's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a, no, no. Because no, I saw no. the pain I, that the English went through in that game, and to be fair, watching <laughs> watching the the penalties, it was it was, was gut wrenching, and, and even someone who was supporting Italy, I, I felt bad. But no, no, no.
0: I I, I asked that because um, yeah, I I don't. I've never met an Irish person who would want England to win. Yeah. Um, because of, yeah because of the way that, <laughs> the way that our fans reasons. are I think a lot of it is looking at our fans and just being like you know that that whole it's coming home thing I think it got a bit yeah. old towards the end
1: well I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know if you saw perhaps perhaps you were too deep into tears at this point but um, one of the Italian defenders went up to the camera and said it's coming to Rome <laughs> he did yeah yeah that's right which yeah. you know was a dagger in the heart of the oh, English yeah, but yeah. a moment of pure joy for the Irish and <laughs> there Italians there was a
0: lot of cursing going on I think at that moment <laughs>
1: from a lot of people's
0: home yeah yeah no <laughs>
1: it was a good game and I you know I, I respect the English Football team because they did really well, um, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a Man United fan, so okay. So there are players that play for Man United that are doing well. It's like a great, great fair play yeah. to you guys, yeah. but um, but there is like an obligation as an Irish. Oh yeah, man that's
0: it. Yeah. And I think it's the same in Scotland and Wales as well. Yeah. To be fair, it's all like a yeah. You support whoever England are against me. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: <laughs> Which I is a little, that. it's a bit I mean, toxic, but it's, boat, boat. No, no, no. it's fun. Mean, it's know, all banter at the yeah, end of and, the Yeah, and because Ireland aren't in the Euros because they're <laughs> yeah. terrible, um, we need to kind of get emotionally invested somehow. Yeah, yeah, so definitely. So yeah. why, why not That's go great. on a campaign against the English? I mean, yeah, it <laughs> comes naturally to us for That's some close.
0: reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you um, about, so so there was a, a wake click collection that went around the team a while ago now. Um, first record you ever bought? Um, and I looked at some of them and some of them were for for example Mr. Blobby you know um, and and, and kind of like embarrassing ones like that and yours stood out to me because yours wasn't embarrassing at all and I was like there is no way that was your first album uh, first record so it was The um, The Killers Uh, Jenny was a friend of mine I'm like that is like what kid is cool enough to listen to the killers and be like yeah that's my that's the first album i want to get or the first record sorry
1: yeah i mean i don't think my my introduction to music was as structured as an album to be honest um okay. My, I think my older sister was a very big influence on the music that I listened to. So oh, really? I think it was often artists like Rihanna, Beyonce, Britney Spears. <laughs> but I didn't want to showcase that in a collection. I don't know why I'm showcasing it on a podcast now because it's this is even more public. <laughs> <laughs> but I figured let's go with with uh, Mr. Brightside and <laughs> yeah, the Killers the cool um, ones, just to yeah. kind of come across as you know the cool, yeah. the cool, the cool, the cool guy.
0: I think I was thinking back on mine. I think like mine was something like. The Smurfs Go Pop or something like that. Smurfs Go Pop. The Smurfs Go Pop. I'm sure it was called that and it was um basically a parody album. But by the Smurfs, as in, like, the little blue cartoons Really, the Smurfs. And that maybe?
1: was legitimately your the first it was, album? I,
0: it was the first one that I can remember. I mean, there was a lot of embarrassing ones that are in that kind of area, but that was the one that I can remember, yeah. And right. It was, um,
1: and is that some kind of music you listen to?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah.
1: Smurf parody, it's, yeah. It
0: was it's such an impact that, yeah, some of them are, like, ingrained in my mind, and it's, there's, there's real earworms. Um, wow. Yeah, it's just a... Uh, uh, I'm not going to sing them right now
1: Oh please Um, (laughs) I wasn't going to ask you to But now
0: (laughs) There was Oh no Do you know what It's just going to be No It'll be (laughs) Random question Zombie apocalypse Oh I love this (laughs) Uh, Zombie apocalypse happens And you have to pick three people from Wakelet to be on your team, oh, your don't... survival team?
1: OK. Who are you picking? That's a really interesting question. And I actually think about this a lot. I'm not sure why I, um, I think about zombie apocalypse, uh, but I think it's like. I think a lot of people do, secretly.
0: Like yeah. Whether they admit it or not, I think a lot of people think, if there was an apocalypse, what would I do? And you have a little plan. Maybe it might not be all, all the way thought out, but at least a beginning plan. Do you have that plan?
1: Oh, I, I have <laughs> I have a five-year plan <laughs> In minute detail. OK. I don't I really. mean, this
0: five years is like, um, it's got yeah. You have to you have to pick three weakling people. Okay. Oof. Okay. Um, three weakling people. And and they're your survival crew. So like, who are you picking and why? Hmm. Like I like how serious you're taking this. You're really thinking about. I it. mean, you never know. <laughs> oh, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'd
1: just like I would fire people out. I think like. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna try and be resourceful here. And I'm trying to think from a practical sense, like if you're out in the wild, you need someone that's able to survive. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know who... Um, are he you able to survive those. in the <laughs> wild, Sean? Can, uh, you, can you come with I mean, me, please? I mean, sure,
0: I'd give it a shot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll probably be the first to die, to be honest.
1: Oh, really? Okay, well, maybe <laughs> I should retract suggesting you come along. Um, Yeah, okay. (laughs) I think I'd go with Marcus Brooks, you know. Yeah, okay. Um, The man behind the camera. The man behind the camera, yeah. I mean, I guess we always need someone to document the experience, right? Exactly. I mean, what better vlog than the actual zombie apocalypse? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's like a Bear Grylls kind of format. I'm Bear Grylls navigating the zombies and other apocalyptic elements, and Marcus is filming.
0: I'd watch it, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. If there was electricity and stuff in this world, you know, let's assume
1: there is. Okay, well, let's let's hope Marcus has access to some really good batteries or equipment and doesn't mind filming me as he (laughs) flees (laughs) his I think he would take pleasure in that. (laughs) Okay. um, Okay, two more people. Okay, I I realise I'm taking ages with this, but... (laughs) That's
0: okay. Um,
1: Rick has a motorbike. Oh, wow, okay. Imagine Marcus filming sort um, somehow with the three of us would be on the motorbike <laughs> like this
0: has like become a whole thing now it's not just like yeah. three names bam 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 those people cuz i like them and He's like is really thinking about this yeah this no i
1: good. think i think a, a film kit and a motorbike plus a zombie apocalypse is oh yeah it's pretty badass
0: yeah I mean, if if you in seen The Walking Dead, it, you'd be basically Daryl,
1: but with a camera. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I always think of uh, I Am Legend when I oh, kind of yeah, like yeah. what I base my zombie apocalypse fantasies on. I think it's because I really want a German Shepherd. There's unfortunately no German Shepherds at Wakefield, but um, <laughs> but I think that's <laughs> true. was cool. would you choose that? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, or the companion. Oof. Okay, one more press.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm literally just going
1: <laughs> through teams here. Like, who who else can I pick?
0: Who would be resourceful? I mean, if you'd feel better just having just being a three, um, yeah. maybe
1: that would be the ultimate survival team. Okay, yeah, to be diplomatic, because um, <laughs> I feel like I, I'd offend people by not picking up.
0: <laughs> yeah, people will <laughs> be coming up to you now in the what,
1: office, why like, why do you? Not? Yeah, why um, wouldn't you choose? This is me? why I'd be so good as an uh, accomplice in a zombie apocalypse. So now that's myself, Marcus and Rick, dream team.
0: Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? I've just realised that I forgot to ask you something as well. You was talking about surfing. Um, there was a time that. Um, and and Tejas specifically has asked me to ask you this um, because he says it's hilarious. I'm a bit nervous about him explaining it in that way but apparently you had an experience once where you almost drowned?
1: Yeah. In the (laughs) sea? At, At least once, you know, and- At least once? It's not as traumatic as, as it might seem.
0: The way he described it was, asking me about the time he almost drowned, it's hilarious. <laughs> I
1: was like, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, there were frightening elements attached to this experience, but honestly, to be growing up near the sea, you kind of get used to near, near misses or close calls in, in the right. sea. Um, and, it's, and there are a lot of lifeguards around, and, and I am, you know, fortunate enough to be a, be a good swimmer as well, but when I was at home for Christmas, myself and my brother thought it'd be a good idea to go for a run um, along the seaside and then jump in the sea and swim out to this little floating pontoon thing that looks very close. Um, <laughs> and then swim back and like have that as a you know really athletic, cool mm. way to start. I think it was the, the, maybe New Year's Day. Um, anyway, we do the run, we're pumped. We swim out to the pontoon. It's quite flat, it seems quite flat. We get out to the pontoon, it's freezing. We kind of like have the moment of triumph. i like, yeah, we did it um and then we jumped back in thinking okay let's let's just get into the bay but it turns out that it wasn't that choppy but it was choppy enough for it to be impossible Ah. to swim into was was
0: there a bit of a riptide pulling you i
1: I don't think there was even a riptide it was just the breeze just went went across the water in a way that um meant that the water was just like lapping up constantly so we were we were swimming and realizing we weren't making any progress um and it was all my idea, so I was like, "Oh God, I, I have to." It's my little God brother in inside. here with me. I gotta kind of, yeah, kind of yeah, get that us out of this. It, it's terrifying, honestly. It's an interesting moment of, I mean, you have to overcome the initial panic because the the instinct obviously is to panic at that instant because it's like, you know, I cannot swim. Uh, if I turn back, I'm just getting to a pontoon, and it's freezing, and it's raining, and altogether a bit of a disaster. But luckily, I noticed that there was a the the cliff edge was to the left, and the, there was a little bit of surface area of the rocks on it leading up to the cliff edge between the sea so I'm, I don't know how I had the presence of mind to do it, um, but I shouted to my brother, okay, let's go left, and we, we swam over. We managed to kind of like drag ourselves onto the rocks. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm making it seem so dramatic. <laughs> I think in my head, it's so dramatic. It's like a movie scene in my head. Yeah, well, it was it was a bit like that, but we managed to get ourselves onto the rocks, and then kind of like, yeah, drag ourselves into the, into the bay, and then, yeah, wow. yeah, it was a bit embarrassing. Cause what was
0: that conversation like afterwards, just lying there in the
1: bay? <laughs> buttering up some water yeah Um, wow i think it was we kind of we deserved our comeuppance because we were so cocky in ours like we're gonna run then we're gonna swim out into the (laughs) sea Uh, i don't i don't think
0: you deserved it i mean i i yeah i admire that you got yourself out of that situation but what what an a crazy experience crazy like, experience i'm so glad that you was able to get yourself out yeah. of it because you know i could have gone horribly wrong obviously.
1: yeah and that's the thing with water you know it's it's yeah. so easy to to just yeah. misjudge it um, and it can turn into a disaster so quickly yeah um, definitely so i learned a lesson that day but also look back on it with a kind of pride, it was like, okay, well, we did it, we made it out of it. You know, we, if you're in a position of panic, it's important to be able to kind of like have your bearings and maintain your composure and then find a solution. That's like a, a yeah. positive lesson for maybe less um, disastrous scenarios. Definitely. Um, yeah, Yeah, definitely going to be a bit more considerate when going into the, the ocean again. but. Yeah. Definitely, it's important to respect the water, I suppose. So yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. It's It strikes me that TJ just finds it so hilarious. I, that's, yeah, I was kind of, excited, <laughs> I have to admit,
0: I was expecting like something that was like a really funny spin on yeah, it.
1: Like a, a, a accident or um, something, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe maybe he's got a really dark humour. We'll yeah, ask him when he he's does. on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, if,
1: if, if you're asking him for prompts for, for this, then I have plenty of prompts for you to ask him when cool. he does his podcast, but. Then um, that's it, yeah. Was, uh, but no, yeah, okay. in- interesting experience. Yeah, thanks,
0: thanks for sharing that. Like, it sounds like a really like life changing moment in yeah. your life. And yeah, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Oh, no problem. Um, yeah, I guess we we have a lot of info on you now. I think a lot of people listen to this. <laughs> know the real Michael now. Okay, you know? good. Um, <laughs> with, yeah, let's let's wrap it up now um, because I've probably uh, waffled on a little bit too long. And uh, yeah, let's. Uh, if you go to the at the Wakelet podcast on Wakelet, um, we're also on YouTube. Uh, we're on Spotify. Um, yeah. You can find us there. Uh, thank you very much for listening um, Yeah, to this experimental format. Thank you very much for being my guest oh, on the thank show. Thank you, son. I really enjoyed it. It's yeah. awesome. Great. See you soon.